right, all right, all right. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another exciting action-packed, fun-filled episode of Midlife Hockey Crisis, the Beer League Podcast. My name is T.J. Hollingsworth, your host, joined as always by the dangler himself, Dangler Dave Dickerson. What's up, my brother? What's up, man? It's good to see you. We haven't done this right in a while, so it's really good to see you. I know. We are back. We, uh, we took a little bit of a hiatus simply because, let's be real, there wasn't a lot of hockey, uh, beer league hockey action to talk about. So rather than just clutter your, 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 iP- your, your iPod or your, your phone or whatever you're listening to the podcast on with a bunch of crap, we just decided we don't have nothing to say, so we won't say anything at all. Uh, yeah. But things are changing a little bit. Yeah, well, we got two weeks. I was just uh, celebrating this out in the garage with a beverage, which I've got right here. Hello. Right here as well. Let me open this Here's- bad boy up. I got two of these left. So it's, a, it's the when these fellas won the cup last oh, year. Oh, wow. They're still yeah, current. Are- <laughs> yeah. Some they're folks- still tasty. Yeah, some folks taste they- think they taste better. Some folks t- think they taste worse. So. <laughs> and I've already had a couple already. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, cool. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's- Dave just kind of alluded to there, uh, just like most of the country that's getting back to uh, normality or normalcy or however you want to say it, uh, here in central Indiana, we finally did get some information. And uh, two weeks from today, uh, which is we're recording this podcast on Monday, it will be posted uh, later tonight or first thing Tuesday morning. Uh, We are within two weeks of being able to go back on the ice. Uh, Also just got word today uh, that our league play will resume that very same Sunday. So everybody's going to have uh, six days <laughs> to remember how to skate, remember how to play hockey, get in shape again, and uh, play a game. So, well, uh, we told them we we told everybody to keep keep practicing, get your skates, get your inline skates. We told people to keep. Today's the day. Like you got two weeks from about. It's eight thirty right now where we're at. So like it's game time. Yeah, you're you're, you're actually under two weeks. Was that thirteen days and eleven and a half hours or something like that? Uh, before the ice opens back up. So uh, I just thought it would be great. I want to get back on here, get things fired up, get people back in the zone. I know sometimes uh, when you have this long a break, especially one that you weren't anticipating, uh, kind of get back on the horse sometimes can be a bit of a challenge. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about today, Dave, is what do you think are some of the things uh, that are going to go wrong? Let's start with packing that hockey bag. What do you think the number one thing people are going to forget in their hockey bag when they get back uh, to the rink and it's game time and they pop that bag open? Many folks probably for the first time in three months, what's going to be missing? My God, uh, it, cup and skates. I think those are the two things. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they'll throw their, their inline skates in there and forget their uh, blade skates. You know, oh, I, I, can you imagine? I, I think that's what's going to happen to me. Actually, I know that's going to happen to me. So guys, start pre- guys and gals, start prepacking now. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I, I did that video on deep cleaning your gear, and it, uh, we have a big cast iron bathtub in, in a bathroom that w- virtually nobody ever uses. So I just kind of left my gear laying there. I thought, you know, if I pack this up now, I'll be so nervous about it. I'll unpack it, pack it, and in that process is where I think I'll lose stuff. So everything's kind of pushed off in a corner in that one big bathroom we have that nobody uses, and it's, uh, it's literally just everything sitting right there. It's clean. Uh, it smells good. Keeping a puppy out of it can be a bit of a challenge at times, but – uh, yeah, that's kind of my big fear is, is doing something silly like forgetting a uh, helmet or forgetting uh, socks or something like that. Something that you just can't go on the ice without, which I guess you could do without socks, but I don't see that working out real well. Yeah, I think the goofy thing that we may forget is uh, depending on what kind of regulations your, <laughs> your rink is enacting, like a face mask or rubber gloves, any of that crap, 
uh, hand sanitizer. I think those are the things that maybe folks will forget, um, especially that mask and uh, that mask and uh, the hand sanitizer. Because we we don't know. We have no idea. We don't know what kind of regulations they're going to put down. So exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I think and I think a lot of that is just due to the fact that since literally uh, this the situation changes every couple of days. Uh, the last thing that you know, Rig wants to do is put out here the guidelines that you're going to have to change them and just confuse right. the shit out of everybody. So let's just wait a little closer to game time. Um, I did go ahead and take a preemptive strike and ordered uh, some of those uh, full face bella cloths just mm. in case. I kind of wear one since I don't have any hair anymore. I have to have something there to soak up sweat anyway. So I've been wearing a beanie uh, for a little bit to help with that. So I figured if I just get one, just pulls down over the rest of my face. What's the big deal? Um, I, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I, you're you're kind of wearing that hybrid shield. I wear a full fishbowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm really curious to see how having your face covered up. Typically, that doesn't work well. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's going to at all. I mean, uh, first off, I have asthma, so it's it's hard as hell to breathe anyway. But uh oh, I think Dave just locked up on us. You know, hold you the phone. Exercise. Hold that phone locked up. We lost you. You're, the screen froze up. For those of you that are just oh, listening, oh, yeah. we're recording this on Zoom, and uh, you locked up right in the middle of when you said, I have asthma, and then you went silent. So if you could pick it up from there, you're talking about, we're talking about playing with a face mask. I could have died. I could have died right there. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it was, I read something in the CDC says uh, it, you, it's not recommended to wear a face mask while doing physical activity. Uh, however, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been uh, slowly borrowing a few masks from work. So at work, we have to wear those, you know, those little, the typical right. medical Surgical face masks. Mask, I think, so they're yeah, just the, the boring ones, uh, the, you know, the cheapies. But um, yeah, I've been taking those because they're a lot, lot lighter and thinner. Like the balaclava you have, I'm interested to see what it is. Super uh, lightweight. Super. It, it's. It's. I think it was sold under the guise of being for like snow, snowboarders and yeah. people that are doing outside sport activities. I, I was kind of the same boat. I wanted the absolute thinnest possible thing I could get yep. away with. I'm not so sure that I didn't have COVID back in February. <laughs> so there's a good chance I might already have the antibodies. I, I'm. I'm very anxious to get that tested once that comes out. But right. Uh, Again, and we're not going to get into the politics and do mask work or do they not. It doesn't really matter uh, at this point. If your rink says you have to wear one to play, me, uh, your body, your choice. I'm wearing one because I want to play. To me, that's me. Yeah, I'll I'll do anything in my power to play. It's been what three months, you know. Plus, you know, that's that's my physical activity. It's I've been eating right. like crap. I've been eating like crap. You know, we we do skate, we do fling pucks, but it, there's nothing like getting out there on the ice. No, you just you just can't you can't mimic that conditioning. It's either you're doing it or you're not. You can right. do everything and, else you can to come close, but and I mean, three months worth of this. I got an Oreo <laughs> and I got here. So I mean, three months worth of that. It's time to you know, it's time to get going. Yeah, I'll tell you. I just had started uh, this last week. Started bicycling. Mm -hmm. uh, skating around here has just been for me personally just been a bit of a chore just because uh on days it seems like the only day that, that i've had that the weather's been good there'll be a 50 mile an hour constant wind blowing and that doesn't make much fun for uh for trying to skate so i've been trying and i, I think the bicycling in this case might have a little more uh of an impact on the legs possibly than than rollerblade i don't know we'll find out it's just try like you said try to keep that cardio going virtually yeah. impossible unless you're playing yeah, I mean cardio is cardio. I think that's a that's an excellent 
you know, at least staying active is one thing. Yeah, I mean, up until what, about a week ago, it's it's not been consistent weather. It's either been 63 oh, and rainy or, yeah, it's 81 day, 60 and rainy, 50, whatever. Uh, but yeah, last couple of days, it's been nice. But now is the time to throw some throw some wheels on, get ready. Sounds like a hot rod's coming by. Get your car ready. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm sitting out in the, uh, the, uh, the Highlanders Training Center. I, I see that, man. Center. Uh, in State Road 32 is literally uh, 70 feet straight out that door. So you may get the <laughs> yeah. car, occasional car noise going by. And that is a sweet little facility, man. You've got uh, – looks like you've moved the net up. But, yeah, that's I did. a, I hang it that's from a the sweet place. Now. And I do that just because I need the floor space. But you see it's on a uh, it's on a chain pulley to where I can literally go over there and lower that and move it anywhere oh, we yeah. want. Uh, I'm hoping to be able to get at least the Highlanders together here sometime before the end of June, and we'll put that out in the driveway and we'll have a little fun, we'll cook out. And just kind of get the, get some of that camaraderie back that, man, you know, one of the things I've missed most about playing is just being around the hockey family, being around, you know, the guys and gals from the hockey team. That's a, I mean, that's a huge part of it. I mean, yeah, the physical activity and the game of, the game of hockey is awesome, but, you know, that's why, so I don't know what everybody else is doing. I'd love to see what you guys are doing and gals are doing. Uh, but, yeah, we've been doing Zoom calls every Friday, uh, and having a couple beverages um, just so we can get that social aspect, but nothing matches and nothing, no. matches, you know, hanging out. And you got a place to do it. I mean, you've got, hell, you have a tractor. That's all we got to say. I have a tractor that's got a bum ignition on it. It's sitting out <laughs> behind the barn. I feel that's which is why the grass back there is literally waist deep. But yeah, that's a, that's another show. That's another story. I'll come help. Uh, I'll come help. I, you, you're certainly welcome to. So yeah, if uh, don't forget, you can catch us on all the socials. Now, what's cool is when we do these uh, shows, we record them on Zoom. Uh, I can upload the video uh, straight to YouTube. Now, YouTube will pick up the audio portion of the show, but if you actually want to see what Dave and I look like, which I'm sure there are just literally tens of people clamoring uh, to put some faces with these these deep, rich, professional broadcast voices, uh, you can jump over on our YouTube page, Midlife Hockey Crisis. Uh, you also, that is where you find us on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And uh, we've got some content and stuff up there. But yeah, it's uh, it's time to start pouring it on. It's gonna be time to start getting the uh, cameras, the GoPros, and the uh, all that stuff out and ready to. Because uh, I I really do think uh, those first uh, couple of games back are gonna be absolutely comical. Uh, just watching some of the <laughs> some of the flailing and floundering that's gonna go on on the ice. Uh, you're you're truly definitely included in that. But uh, especially where I really feel bad for, and I think it's gonna make for some of the most entertaining watching is those, those folks that were. Uh, brand new players, brand new skaters, and uh, you know, just maybe started to figure out how to get up and down the ice without falling too bad, and then all of a sudden, poof, you're off for three months. Dude, and so, I, I got to be honest, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop. I've been going on wheels <laughs> for so long. Like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm going to be able to stop. And it, like, I think that's the one thing I'm worried about is stopping. And then uh, shift length will be good because we'll all actually take actual like good shift legs like maybe 30 seconds to a minute but um you know uh, i'm gonna bring my inhaler uh for sure <laughs> i'll pass it down the bench everybody you know take everybody a puff. Take a puff. <laughs> yeah those are my concerns man it's just you know the, obviously the level of play is going to be a little bit dipped but um you know our, our shift lengths and uh how are you going to breathe and then uh my god uh, we're all, i've been on wheels and it's a lot of bad habits to break <laughs> which well, i'd rather break know. bad habits than not than have to reform them you know yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's one of the things that I, I was a little concerned with with going on the rollerblades, just that it is so different. And if you didn't mm -hmm. try it, uh, let's start with the fact that it's just by putting the wheels under your feet, it is now like skating through 
uh, you know, three inches of sludge on the ice. Mm -hmm. Substantially harder, which is cool because that's good for your, your, your strengthening your legs and what have you. But, yeah, you have no edges anymore. And uh, I, I think one of the hardest things for new skaters to learn to do is not only find the edge of their skates, but trust those edges when they go to do turns, sharp turns, crossovers, and what have you. And then, yeah, uh, yeah just to chuck that out the window and start again. And it's like, all right, you want to spend the time to get really, really good at inline skating. And then, <laughs> you know, if I was 25, yeah, I might be able to do that back and forth. But at 52, I don't know if uh, how quickly you'd be able to learn and unlearn stuff. So, I don't know, man. That's, that's, at least that's what I tell myself when I – I start feeling bad about not getting out and skating. Well, ah, you're just not ruining your ice skating. So you'd be yeah, that's, a, that's the thing I'm scared about is that, yeah, you're going to have to break some bad habits and trusting those edges because the wheels are – it's a different game. My – um. The thing that I am excited about that, you know, falling on concrete versus falling on ice, you could, you're sliding and you're cold, you know, concrete, yes. you stop and you rip stuff, you rip your, yes, it, you shred, whatever it is, your skin, your pants, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Friction, friction is not your friend when you, when you fall on a, you're going friction 8, sucks, 10, 12, man. 15 miles an hour. So yeah, falling on the ice is, ice is probably a little harder, but boy, it's, uh, the stopping is is much easier you slide for a little while and it's all good and like you said you already have ice on your injury so you've already started the rehab process you already yeah you already started rehab I'd, <laughs> i would i would rather slide and hit the wall on ice than than scrape myself and bust up my knee on on some sort of concrete with rocks and dirt um any day you know i, got, I gotta go with you on that one so let me yeah. ask you uh, we were we were talking about uh, uh you know some different tournament formats are out there and I'm starting to see some tournaments be advertised again. Uh, we've talked about the draft experience tournaments, uh, that I which think we're we doing express interest. Yeah. Which we're going to do for sure. Uh, I'd like to get, yeah. see if we can't get one here in India. I've been kind of beating Nick up about that a little bit on a private messaging. Uh, I but think also, it works here. Yeah. I do too. And especially since you only need 53 players. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you definitely can score 35 or 40 of those local. And then uh, you've got folks are going to travel in from, from nearby towns, you know, Chicago, uh, Nashville, Louisville, yeah. Cincinnati, what have you. I don't think we'd have a problem at all. Um, but I also saw it looks like they're going to try and uh, redo Light the Lamp. Yeah, our, local, here our local tournament here. Yeah, I, uh, I'm here in September. You know, I don't know everybody else's tournaments or what they're doing. But, yeah, it's a big deal for Light the Lamp. I think they're pushing it until September. Um, we've already paid for it, so which is kind of cool that they, they've kept the money. They've donated the portions uh, to the children that, that, you know, that, that they're donating it to. But yeah, I'm, I'm here in September. So it's time to start planning, I guess. Um, yeah, that's, I, I'm definitely going to start shaking some bushes, see if we can find some place that needs a, needs a skater. Cause I definitely like to get in on that since we didn't get to do anything else this year. So uh, for all you listening out there, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, hit us up on Instagram or you can leave some comments right here uh, on the pod podcast. Or if you watch us on YouTube, uh, what are some tournaments? Where have you played? What's coming up? What are some things people might be interested in? And also, what are some interesting tournament experiences you've had? Because, Dave, you've been in a couple of them now, and, and due to multiple circumstances, I haven't played in one, so I'm still, you know, this whatever happens, be it September or whatever, this is going to be a brand-new thing. So much looking forward to that. I know. All this stuff keeps happening, man, your injury or whatnot. You know, we got this virus shit and uh... – Man, we got to get you in a tournament. They're a blast. Uh, you know, I, I would be interested in anybody around Indianapolis um, or, you know, a few hours away on what kind of tournaments are available because we're looking to move and play. I mean, we want to play in several tournaments. I told my wife I was going to get a, uh, a Highlanders tattoo after five tournaments. So <laughs> a great, it's great big back piece, right? I'm going to get a nice tattoo and some old English, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see what other people are around here. Um, yeah, I mean, so we can get out there and do some uh, do some tournament play. 
So uh, what about some, uh, what about keeping loose? Have you, have you been doing stretching and yoga, anything like that? Or Yeah, stretch. I mean, stretching, I actually just bought a scooter today. So I'm trying to just, it's that cardio aspect. I'm trying to get my heart rate up, trying to get my breathing. I mean, asthma sucks. Uh, but you know, the, I do stretch. I do have rollers. Um, I kind of fallen off the last couple of weeks cause I've returned to Same work. Here. Um, which is great because I'm in, in a different role. I'm like lifting and boxing and all this stuff, I'm like doing manual labor, which is amazing. It's like, cause all our gyms are closed, but, um, yeah, I think that, uh, that and water, cause you, you got to stay loose. I mean, it's a, it's a different ball game when you get out there on the ice, but uh, yeah, the stretching, the moving around the, I mean, two weeks is a blink of an eye. Right. I'll tell you, there was a, there was a stretch and I wish I could, I wish I could think of where, we saw this, but uh, actually my wife pointed it out to me. It was somebody, it's like, you know, if you're, if you're, everybody's pinched for time, everybody's busy. So here's the one stretch you can do that hits almost all of your body and will go miles in, you know, keeping you mobile as you get older. You simply, you stand with your feet uh, about shoulder width apart and you just squat all the way down. Just like you're going to oh, yeah. sit down without falling forward, falling backwards. And uh, at the time I was like, oh, this is pretty easy. And I've noticed the last couple of weeks I've gone to do it. It's like, oh, 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 balance is really bad. So, uh, yeah, definitely got to get back on that. But, I, you know, I've noticed my hips have tightened up quite a bit. It, it's things. the same thing. Just because we're not, you know, I would always stretch you. Every time we go out on the ice, even for sticking mm-hmm. puck, always go through a little stretch. That was two, three, four days a week. And it's probably been once in the last two weeks. And I'm sure yeah. I'm not feeling in that boat. Yeah, I feel like, you know, at first we're like, oh, we'll be back. Let's, let's keep doing our thing. But, like, right. over the last few weeks. One thing I will, I will say that I've been doing, um, you know, in class we've, we've got a, a lot of good things to, that we were taught is, uh, so PNF, um, you know, just look it up, PNF, D1 and D2 flexion and extension. What that does, it'll move uh, everything through some sort of abduct and adduct, which is bring forward and back. It'll rotate, whatever kind of rotate, say a shoulder or uh, your hip, um, and then flex and extend. So if you, you know, I'll, I'll be brief on this because there's a lot to look at. But yeah, it's, definitely, uh, say that again, say that again, because I'm going to check this out as soon as we get off the uh, So just type in PNF, proprioception, um, you know, uh, uh, neuromuscular f- facilitation, it's it's where you move. Uh, you could, there's four different versions, two D1s, two D2s, and each of them have a flex and then an extend and a flex. Um, they work three different things or three different ways of your body. You cross a bunch of planes in your body. Mm-hmm. You can do it with resistance bands, which is great. You can add some weights. Essentially, you're just doing range of motion exercises. Um, you know, but I think if you throw on three, five, 10, whatever, not too much because it's, it's kind of meant for, um, you know, just range of motion, rehab, right. that kind of stuff. But that at least keeps everything fluid. It keeps everything moving. You'll get, you'll get blood flow and nutrients into your, uh, anything that moves, um, you know, your joints and whatnot. I've been doing those and man, I tell you what, it has helped. And I haven't had a whole lot of weights. I've done resistance bands with these, but yeah, if you look up PNF, uh, D1, D2, they're just two different positions and flex and extend of them both. Um, I think, I mean, because even, even with a hockey, let's just say uh, a slap shot. I know we don't right. do slappers, but, you know, we can do a small one. But anything like that right there. Trunk, ro- trunk rotation, yeah. You're, pretty you're much, moving. yeah, I mean, you're, you work on all kinds of planes of the body, all kinds of movements. It's range of motion is what it is. And I think that's, you know, there's probably some folks that are sitting out there on a sofa flipping through Netflix. Uh, right. I did for a while. But um, 
you know, you're getting nutrients and all kinds of good stuff going on to your body so that when you get out there and you start moving around, it won't be as achy, it won't be as hurt. And plus you can kind of, you'll be able to flex and extend a little more properly than you, um, maybe when you came in before. Uh, again, I'm not an expert, but these are things that I'm doing. These are things that we were taught in our classes. Um, they're fantastic. They've helped me transition back to work as well. Right. And, and if your new listener, Dave, is uh, in the process of going to school, uh, studying physical therapy. So uh, there's some actually some substance behind the words he's speaking right now. And I'll tell you, I, it amazes me. Uh, you know, we're, we live in the United States, not the healthiest country on the planet by a stretch. And it just amazes me. Little things you see, you see these people that are in their, you know, mid to late 60s that have a hard time standing up out of a chair. And a lot of that times it's not an injury. It's simply just because they've lost range of motion because they've become sedative. And I even right. see some hockey players, guys we play with, they, they do no stretching, no warm up. They squat and play. Uh, they're continually hurt. Uh, they're not particularly effective at the game. And a lot of it's just because they're not doing the bare minimum to take care of the body and just simple things like uh, it doesn't sound like much, but in David, I'm sure you, you can back me up on this. The number of Americans that can't lift their arms straight up over the shoulders. Is, oh, it's, a, it, it's, it's impossibly high. Yeah. So the numbers are impossibly high. And that's why, at least in my field, that's why, um, you know, growth of this field is at least 40% over the next four years is because of mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. You know, this sedentary, give it, give it to me now. I don't have to work for it. I can just push a button and it shows up kind of stuff. Um, I, human body movement is critical, especially the sport that we play. And, and I'll throw social media under the bus too, because if you pay attention to any, uh, anybody that's a personal trainer or heaven forbid, there's some type of physique athlete, would lead you to believe that you need to be in the gym pounding out, you know, 400 pound squats and 180 pound bench presses. And, right. and to stay in shape, just to stay loose, to stay mobile, you need to do none of that stuff. None of it. Yeah. yeah. And half the time, you know, unless you have a trainer right there with you and half the time that that person's incorrect and the other half is, <laughs> you know, you're, you're doing it at home. If you're just say a simple, you know, kettlebells is one thing. You're just doing kettlebells. A lot of folks will swing up and move and, and you're going to tear something. You know, you got to use the big house. You got to use the big muscles where a lot of folks say they're lifting. Even something as small as lifting your hockey bag into your car, we're using our spine, you know, the, the little tiny muscles, uh, right. you know, the little muscles that shouldn't be used for that. Use your legs. Just little things like that. But you're exactly right. I mean, it's, there's a lot of goofy stuff out there uh, on the internet. So just pick and choose be very careful and, I, and i'll tell everybody this everybody that says oh my back hurts playing hockey it's not your back it's your weak core it's your it's your it's your muscles from the middle of your chest to the top of your knees on the front that are giving you the backache not your back you're absolutely right you know if it, if it hurts here it's probably something here or here <laughs> that's not it's not functioning correctly you're you're absolutely right your spine is I mean, your spinal cord's a long, long thing. And, you know, it, it, what's hurting here is probably something up here or something down here, man. It's... I tell you, that's one of the things I love about hockey is the fact that it just, you're using practically every muscle in your body. And uh, it, mm -hmm. you, that's why, you, to this day, we'll go out some of these D-League games, and uh, even C-League games are out here in Indy. I'll see guys in their mid-60s still playing, still skating, <laughs> and they're moving around like people half their age simply because they chose a sport that uh, forces them to use all their body, keep it engaged, keep it activated, and, you know, keep, keep their muscle, muscles toned. It's great. Yeah, I love it that it's super different than uh, – you know, basketball is one thing that I, I played a lot, but it's super different than running is that 
your muscles are going to fire and change. And, you know, running is uh, running's running. It's great, but man, it's pretty damn routine as far as what muscles are firing the way you're, you know, hockey, man, it's different. You're moving. You're, it's almost like swimming. I think we yeah, talked it, about that way yeah, back when. Absolutely. I, I would definitely say it is, if not as good, maybe better. It's right up there with swimming as far as using every muscle in your body. And I don't care how effective you are at the game. In fact, probably the newer you are to the game and, and the less competent you are, the more of a workout you're getting just because you're doing more flailing, trying to hold yourself right. up. You probably get less I, of a workout, the better you get. You have to work a little harder to get the same energy output. Yeah, and just standing on these damn skates, you're, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're working a lot of the muscles that a lot I'm of folks you, don't. That is the hardest thing. What's the hardest part about playing hockey? I said, seriously, it's stopping and standing still while somebody talks to you. It's hard yeah. to stand still. I was like, take a knee, you got to lean on the board, lean on a stick. I, yeah, you got, I got to hold it down. I got like, because you're, <laughs> you're like a newborn fawn. Just <laughs> what? It's tough, man. I mean, it's it muscle repetitiveness. You know, you, you got to be pretty damn good to stand up, um, let alone anything else, which, you know, I hope the folks that are listening are, are you know, we got two weeks to get back to it. Um, I'm sure a lot of folks would be fine and they'll laugh at what we're having to say, but you know, two weeks for some newbies or some old, you know, like us, I, right. That's, that's critical. It's, it's it, point zero. Two, yeah. And two weeks is plenty of time to get the ball rolling. Right. If you are, if you are tight as a drum right now in two weeks, you can significantly increase your flexibility. You can significantly, significantly, excuse me, increase your cardio capability. Uh, you're certainly not going to be in, you know, the shape we were when we stepped off the ice. I don't think any, very few people are going to have that option. But you certainly, regardless of where you are now, you could be a little bit better, actually probably considerably better all the way around if you just start. And, again, here in central Indiana, we're June the 15th is, uh, <laughs> is the go day. They've been, just like everybody else, doing these uh, opening and stages thing. Uh, we're already talking, um, assuming that they have a 6 a.m. crack of dawn uh, stick and puck. Uh, I know there's a bunch of us planning on being there. We certainly will bring you some video of that for sure. Yeah, we got a crew, so stay tuned because we're going to laugh a lot. Yeah, we're going right into a drop-in game that night. Like, there's no, like, yeah, nope, we're back, you know. So, <laughs> one thing I will add is, like, I mean, we're, we're, I'm, my biggest concern is cardio for us, for you, for me, for everybody else um, that's listening. But um, I think the fact that if, if we do get to take our mask off, we've been breathing our, our own carbon dioxide for the last how many months. Taking that thing off and getting out there skating, I think that's going to flip a switch, and we might all just be fine. So, yeah, I, 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 I think you definitely case. see some. I, my big concern <laughs> is come third period, and you have you, and you're out there with two people on the ice on you know two players <laughs> per side. It's not because of a penalty or anything; it's just because of the only two people that can still breathe and, and passed out. Everybody else is passed out on the bench or can't feel their legs. <laughs> well, much like everybody else's league, dude, you know our league. I mean, people are going to bring beers to the bench. You're going to get hammered before, drink after, you know. But, like, during the game, it's like, whoops, I shouldn't have had those four other lights. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I, I know everybody else is. You know, I mean, it's uh, – some some uh, folks have already started. I'm interested in – if somebody could post and tell me what kind of experiences or, you know, what they're having. Um, yeah. I, I'm sure you've seen pictures, too, on – directions on one door to come in one door to come out how the locker rooms are set up um, right who knows who knows what's to come it, it, it'll be interesting and um again hopefully uh this just gives everybody a little newfound uh appreciation uh, of the game and what we're able to do uh undoubtedly there'll be some people everywhere across the country and some leagues probably won't come back 
Um, yeah. Which, you know, it you hate to see anybody leave, but if somebody's not enjoying it, their heart's not in it. And certainly, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably not a good place for them to be. There's uh, much safer things you can do that you don't like. Uh, <laughs> besides skating around on the uh, on the ice with, with a club and uh, axes strapped to your feet and what have you. But, right. uh, yeah, we're going to lose it. It is going to be a little different. There's going to be a lot of things the same. Um, you know, I, I think the key for everybody is just to get back out and enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about this. Uh, everybody, a lot of people, I should say, I'm not going to say everybody, a lot of people are feeling a big financial pinch right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I know our, our sponsors, uh, the Hockey Arsenal, uh, talked to Andy a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, you know, what, what do you do? There's just nobody playing hockey. And if you're not playing hockey, nobody's buying hockey sticks. Um, so uh, winning synthetics, too. Uh, that You know, my company, my Amazon dealership, uh, this cart back here is, if I get to race it twice this year, uh, it'll be a miracle simply because that and a couple other things that fund my motorsport program are gone. Uh, they went away with, with the COVID. So all these ice rinks, you know, this is sure it's summer and it's not a huge time for them to make income, uh, but they still count on it. So I, I'm going to implore everybody to, when you get back out to the rink, try to spend as much money as you can at your local rink. Uh, not only going in and just paying for the skate, uh, try to buy something, buy a concession item, uh, you know, if they've got a pro shop or, you know, T-shirts or that, spend as much as you comfortably can. Don't put yourself in any type of financial bind, but uh, yeah. help support that rink the best you can because when the rinks go away, uh, we don't have any place to play, or suddenly your 40-minute commute to the rink might become a two-hour commute to go to the one in the next town if the rinks don't survive. Yeah, one thing I, I would add is, you know, grab your Gatorade, grab your snacks, um, grab your wife, or whatever that stupid thing is on YouTube. Um, but, <laughs> but one thing I would consider is for you folks that are listening, you guys and gals that are out there listening, and you're, uh, you're maybe thinking about joining a league, now is the perfect time. Because um, there might be a deal or two that are coming out there. But, I mean, if you want to support your local rank, now's the time. Sign up for that league. Sign up for that drop-in game. Sign up for everything. Um, you know, I, they're very expensive to run, and somebody signing up, not only are you helping them out, but, I mean, my gosh, you get to listen to us idiots. You get to watch us, you know, kind of skate, that kind of stuff. I'm you sure get to be an old. idiot like us. Right. You, you'll know what we're talking about, and you'll probably be way better. But, it's you know, to, to join a community such as, um, you know, Beer League Hockey, uh, there's nothing like it. And uh, now is the time, you know, because, I, I, yeah, you'll support your leagues and you'll support your ranks, but – my God, if now's the time, if you're ever thinking about it, go for it. I'll tell you, in, in, out of every negative situation comes a positive. There are going to be a lot of people who were maybe on the fence about playing or maybe this was going to be their last session. Um, I have the feeling Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace is going to be absolutely flooded with uh, some quality it is. gear. So it's a great it time, yeah. great yep. time that you can get some great deals on some, on some good starter equipment. Of course, I would always suggest you go to our friends at thehockeyarsenal.com right. and uh, buy a brand new stick from them. And, and again, new sticks are great. You just don't know how much life they have left in them. You've got to spend 45, 60, or 50 bucks on a, on a used stick, and it breaks in a week. It could happen. It's happened, uh, at least with a brand new one. You get some time, you know, the time on it. Thehockeyarsenal.com. Dave, if I'm not mistaken, there is a promo code they can use. Um, let me think. I, I believe it's midlife and I think right. it's all, it's all caps. Um, that is, that you know, is 100% I'm, on. Is that good? Okay, cool. That cool. is straight on. And you're going to get it. yourself 10, uh, <laughs> I think it's 15% discount on, yeah. uh, on your stick. Yeah. I, I would suggest if you're just getting started and you're on a budget, I would look at the, uh, the covet 
just uh, you'll get that for under hundred bucks, and that will be a stick that you could use for the next three years, barring you don't you know rip a hundred and eight mile an hour slap shot with it and snap it. Do outside of that, stick will last you forever. Yeah, I mean, uh, my thoughts are save a few more dollars and grab that jealousy because there's no way in hell you're going to get a stick <laughs> that that level. No at that price i love the stick we've got some uh people actually what emailed us and and you know yep. gave us comments and said hey i love the stick i love the arsenal but um yeah i got to talk to andy because uh, apparently travis one of our friends of the show ordered a white arsenal jersey so i'm like wait a minute and uh, i mean uh, i'm a gear junkie uh you I, are i'm a self-confessor and um hang on I, I, I might have might not have bought some gear uh, <laughs> but um if you're not watching this video, if you're not watching this on YouTube, as Dave says that, he suddenly gets real quiet and starts peering around the room that he's in, looking to make sure his wife can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, we lost you there. Uh, don't share my secret. But um, yeah, I, yeah, nobody. And this isn't. I mean, this will go away, right? This is not going to be safe forever. No, on the ever hear this. Right. Never, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, there's some great gear. But yeah, I heard there's a white jersey out there for Travis. So. Uh, Andy, I'm going to give you a call because I won't want to. <laughs> awesome. Well, folks, I think that's going to wrap it up for our return episode. We appreciate everyone for their patience. Uh, these have been trying times for everybody. And uh, uh, we picked up a, a couple of new followers and subscribers during this time. Uh, so, again, we really appreciate the support. Uh, Welcome. Yeah, thank you, guys. Please go out and spread the word. Have some fun. <laughs> We're going to keep coming back to you weekly from here on out. We should be good to go. Uh, so if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about, you've got any questions, you can leave a, a question or comment here on YouTube. Uh, you can also leave it on iTunes. Uh, please, when you're on iTunes, give us five stars, give us a good review. That helps get the word out about this podcast. Uh, we we are, have absolutely no plans whatsoever of going premium with this. We want to make sure this remains free for everybody to listen to. Uh, that helps us cover some of the costs and we can raise a little revenue uh, through the platforms. And the easiest way to help us do that is to subscribe both on YouTube and at your favorite podcast provider. Uh, leave us a good review and share it. Share it with some people you know that might get something out of it. Dave, you got anything else, brother? Uh, keep your mask on. The only thing that you should take it off for is to talk about the show because that's the only thing we need to spread is love for the show. <laughs> Put that thing back on. But that's all I got. All Thank right. you, guys. Welcome back. Take it away, Kelly. You have been listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis podcast. We'll see you next period.